You're listening to Rates and Lanes with Rico Mohammed. This is the show where we improve your knowledge of the freight market, improve your bottom line, and improve the transportation industry as a whole. We're talking Rates and Lanes. Let's move on down the audio road. Okay. Maybe, this, hopefully this got the audio issues fixed. Good evening, everyone. This is Rico Muhammad coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we were trying to set up a, trying to get this microphone, the studio microphone set up, and I don't think we still haven't quite worked out all the kinks on it. So I apologize coming in and starting to show a little bit behind, but that was what was going on. Live radio at its finest. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk a little bit. We don't have a guest lined up, so if you got any questions or comments or anything like that, of course, we always welcome caller interaction. You can go ahead and press number one. We will go ahead and get your call screen and get you up and on the air with us live. And with no further ado, we got a couple of callers I see that have some questions. We'll get to those guys in just a second. Um... Well, with no further ado, we're going to jump right over into the USDA Fruit and Vegetable Truck Rate Report for the week of January the 28th. And on this report, we don't have any markets that are showing any type of shortages. Uh, We have a couple of markets that are showing a slight surplus and surpluses. We have some that are showing, most of the markets are showing adequate truck supplies and a few markets that are showing slight shortages. And those markets, I'll just touch on the ones with slight shortages and we'll just keep it moving and we'll jump right back over into the DAT report. And those markets that are showing the slight shortages are San Luis Valley, Colorado, Upper Valley, Twin Falls, Burley District, Idaho, Idaho and Merle County, Oregon, Aristotle County, Maine, uh, we have Michigan checking in, Minnesota and North Dakota, Eastern North Carolina, Nebraska, and New York. And and uh, the one that's rounding out the slight shortages is Yakima Valley in Washington State. Those areas that I named off are the areas that are showing a little bit of a slight shortage. Once again, if you want to see and check out the full USDA fruit and vegetable truck rate report, just Google what I just said, fruit and vegetable truck rate report. Just put that in Google, and that will bring you right directly to the fruit and vegetable truck report, and it has a lot more in-depth information on that report as far as what the uh, rates were coming out of certain areas, and it also goes into details and lets you know exactly what are, what are moving out of those areas. Uh, just a quick breakdown is so we'll give it a quick example. It's showing that the Mexico crossing through Nogales, Arizona, showed that melons and mixed vegetables are coming out of that area right now and that the truck supply is at an adequate level. It'll give you such details as what the high rate is uh, coming out of those marketplaces. Um, so a lot of good information in these reports. You can go and check that out for yourself and get going more in-depth on the uh, report if you go Google it and get the report for yourself. Now, 
moving on over into the DAT trend lines report for this week. Let's see here. The week of January 18th through the 24th, low volume fell 19% last week. It's a lot of people that have been talking about and hearing a lot of stuff on the, on the Facebook groups and everything talking about the available freight. Uh, but picking back up, low volume fell 19% last week, while truckload capacity posted another strong 15% gain, driving load-to-truck ratio down. Freight rates continue to move down for vans, flatbeds, and reefers as seasonal and winter slowdown continues. So this is going back into, we have a, uh, these are consecutive reports that are showing that we are beginning to experience a little bit of the seasonal decline. So let's jump over and let's look in a little bit more in depth and let's look at the U.S. van demand for the past week. And van freight availability failed 19% while capacity expanded another 16% compared to the previous week. The load-to-truck ratio declined 30% from 3.1 to 2.2 loads per truck on average, the lowest mark since November of 2013. December van ratio was up 5.9%. The national ratio averaged 3.7 for vans in December and a 5.9% Increase compared to November and uh, in 0.7% above the level of December 2013, low post increased on both month over month and year over year basis. Let's take a look and look at what the U.S. van rate averages were for the week of the 18th through the 24th. The national average rate for vans declined another two cents per mile last week, dropping to $1.96 per mile average including the fuel surcharge. The line haul portion of the rate slipped one cent and the average fuel surcharge lost another one cent as uh, diesel prices continue to decline. December rates rise 7.2%. The monthly average van rate achieved an off-season peak in December at $2.08 per mile, including the fuel, compared to the same month in 2013. Van rates were up 7.2%. A quick check-in around the country will show us that starting out up in the northeast that the national average for dry vans was coming out of Philadelphia was showing $1.75 per mile. The national dry van average coming out of Atlanta shows an average rate of $1.98 per mile. Chicago checks in with a $2.11 per mile average. Dallas, Texas shows that the average was $1.74. And coming out of Los Angeles over on the left coast shows that it, uh, the average drive-in freight rate was $2 per mile. Moving on over to the U.S. flatbed demand for the week of the 18th through the 24th, flatbed load availability fell 17%, and truckload capacity posted another 14% gain. The load-to-truck ratio lost. 27% for the week from 13.7 down to 10 loads per truck. 
low-volume dipped 1.2% for flatbeds in December compared to November, and capacity increased 3.1%, yielding a 4.2% decline in the load-to-truck ratio month over month. The ratio rose 12.6% compared to December 2013, however, due primarily to increased demand. Moving on and getting into the flatbed average rates for the 18th through the 24th, flatbed rates fell another four cents last week to $2.21 per mile, including a one cent decline in the average fuel surcharge. The national average rate for flatbeds fell two cents which was a 0.9 percentage in December to $2.29 compared to December of 2013. However, flatbed rates rose 12 cents, which was a 5.5% mile uh, increase. The national average flatbed rate for uh, the week of 18th, the 18th through the 24th, checking in around the country, uh, coming out of Harrisburg, starting off up on the East Coast, shows an average of $3.98 per mile. Atlanta, Georgia checks in at $2.57 per mile on average. Rock Island shows $2.67 per mile on average. Houston, Texas checks in at $2.63 per mile. And Phoenix, Arizona wraps up the flatbed average report, coming in at $1.85 per mile. That was your check across the country for U.S. flatbed, the national rates on average. In closing out the uh, DAT trend lines for this week, we're going to check in on the national reefer demand and capacity. And demand for reefers declined 22% last week, and capacity added 16%. The load-to-truck ratio declined 32%. From 10.1 to 6.9 reefer loads per truck. Reefer load availability rose 4.1% and capacity added 8.3% in December. Compared to November, the resulting load to truck ratio dipped 4.2% to 10.6 compared to 2013. The ratio declined. 5.3%. U.S. reefer rates for the week of the 18th through the 24th, the national average for reefer slipped another two cents last week to $2.27 per mile. The line haul portion of the rate fell one cent and the average fuel surcharge dropped one cent. Rates up 14% versus 2013. Reefer rate slipped one cent in December to a national average of $2.36 per mile compared to December of 2013. Rates rose $0.29, cents, a 14% uh, increase year over year. Uh, the weekly wrap-up, as far as rates were concerned, we're going to start out like we normally do. We'll start out up on the East Coast, the national average rate for reefers. Coming out of Elizabeth, New Jersey, checks in at $2.08 per mile. Coming in out of the mid-Atlantic region, Lakeland, Florida, shows an average rate of $1.53 per mile. Green Bay, Wisconsin, representing the Midwest, leads the pack 
at $2.81 per mile on average. McAllen, Texas, down at the Rio Grande Valley, shows a strong $2.27 per mile average coming out of that region. And Fresno, California, wraps up coming out of the West Coast, checking in at $2.08 per mile on average. So that kind of wraps up a little bit of the preliminary reports that I had in, in mind. And got a couple of callers that have questions that have raised their hands already. And everyone that's on the line, if you have any questions or anything like that, go ahead and press number one. That will put you in the queue. And we'll go ahead and start off with a caller calling in from the area code 404. Let's see if we can get the caller on board with us. Uh, having a little bit of a technical glitch tonight. I don't know if my computer is going to cooperate with me tonight. I'm getting a, I have a Mac computer. I'm getting what's called the pinwheel of death right now. So I apologize for that. I don't know if the computer is going to cooperate with us tonight or as far as taking callers. I might have to get my backup to bring up callers that are on the line. Let's try it again. No, it doesn't seem like I'm able to pull up anything as of right now. Um, maybe we'll work that glitch out later on, see if we can work that out, figure out what is going on with that a little bit later on. Uh, so, but continue, if you got any questions or whatever, go ahead and press number one. We'll see if we can't uh, make our way to come back around and pick you guys up and get your questions in. Get your, uh, Also, if you, what we may have to do, I'm not sure if we can, if we're going to get it, get it on there. But if you're on mm-hmm. Facebook, you can send me a uh, direct message on Facebook and we may have to just uh, run it that way. We've had, we've kind of had this issue before on the show. Um, not sure exactly what's going on, but we may just be able to take your questions through the uh, Direct Connects portal on Facebook as well. Um, that might be one of the ways that we get get a chance to get in and get your questions answered as well. But um, if you guys aren't aware, um, some of the things that I wanted to do during the week, please go over and check out our uh, Rates and Lanes page on Facebook. Uh, like us over there. Uh, if you're not following us on Twitter or some of the other social medias, you can find me at um, GoGetter365 on Twitter. I have been committed to trying to send out some uh, really good articles over the past few weeks, um, just kind of really just uh, sending some stuff out and information-wise as far as it comes to the transportation industry, some really intriguing articles, and uh, really just trying to put different little news pieces out there for everyone to uh, check out and to put into your database to help increase 
your knowledge base when it comes to different things that are going on in the transportation industry. And one thing that I thought I might share tonight, uh, we always talk about education and finding out different things. Um, one of the things that I really wanted to get into and share with everyone tonight was a pla- uh, um, different conferences that you might want to put on your calendar and that you may want to try to attend this year in 2015. Um, the calendar, some of the calendar of, of different events are out. Of course, you know, the, the CMC is coming up in May, um, so you might want to definitely uh, mark your calendars on that. I don't have the exact dates for the CMC. I know it's uh, going to generally be the first week of May. Um, also, uh, let's see here. I want to go through the calendar that I pulled up that I have here. And I'm just going to read these off to you guys, and you might want to. I have dates and everything to share with you. So if you have something to write with, you might want to um, line these things up and put them on your calendar. And vendor conferences that are coming up, uh, different vendor conferences is. Let's see. I want to make sure I'm just giving you the pertinent ones that might be that might pertain to specifically what it is that we're doing. Um, but Lean Logistics is having a conference in Chicago. That's an invitation-only conference, April 20th through the 22nd. Um, let's see. Transplace is having a shippers symposium May 4th through the 6th in Dallas, Texas. Different industry conferences that will be going on. There's a Council of Supply Chain Management and professionals an annual global conference that's going to be happening in San Diego, California, September the 27th through the 30th. September 27th through the 30th in San Diego, California. Uh, the Logistics and Supply Chain Forum, which will be held on May 31st through June 1st in Jacksonville, Florida, and also November 1st through the 3rd in Scottsdale, Arizona. There is a retail supply chain conference that will be held on February the 22nd through the 25th in Orlando, Florida. I for Transport 13th 3PL Summit will be held on June 16th through the 18th in Chicago, Illinois. Warehouse Education and Research Council Conference will be held May 3rd through the 6th in Orlando, Florida. 2015 Georgia Logistics Summit will be held on March 31st through April 1st in Atlanta, Georgia. The 2015 ISM Supply Chain Diversity Summit will be held on February the 18th through the 20th in Atlanta, Georgia. TIA 2015 Conference will be held April 15th through the 18th in Orlando, Florida. The APICS is 20, on, on uh, the 2015 APICS 2015 will be held October 5th through the 7th in Las Vegas, Nevada, and also the uh, National Minority Trucking Association will be having their top expo on May 3rd here in Atlanta, Georgia as well. That's um, The top expo is a free event. If you'd like to check any of those things out, you can um, definitely check back and see. Let's see if we can may have gotten our microphone situation resolved. And not sure if it has fixed itself or not. It still seems to be 
just spinning around. If you have, like I said, if you got a question, you can reach out to me on Facebook. Looks like we're going to be flying tonight solo. Um, until unless we get some questions coming through on Facebook, or we can resolve this issue. We want to check back periodically to see if we can't get that issue resolved and wrapped up. Um, just bear with me, guys. We got a, a few callers on the line that have some questions. Just bear with us just a second. Let me see if we can try one more thing to get that resolved. Okay, everybody. I'm trying. I'm apologize again. I'm trying to work on this audio issue and trying to get uh, you guys' uh, questions put in. I did get one message that wanted to wanted me to repeat a couple of dates. So let me see. Let me see specifically which states that they were talking about. Let me see Orlando and Jacksonville. They stand okay. Let's go back. All right. The uh, logistics and supply chain forum, which will be held May 31st through June 1st in Jacksonville, Florida, and also November 1st to the 3rd in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, retail supply chain conference will be held February the 22nd through the 25th, Orlando, Florida. Um, also, Warehouse Education Research Council will be held May 3rd through the 6th in Orlando, Florida. And the TIA 2015 conference will be April 15th through the 18th in Orlando, Florida. Um, had a question tonight. We're also going to talk about dealing with uh, going up to brief pointers about how to find potential direct shippers. And that's another thing that I want to go into. Um, I wanted to try to give some specific tips. I wanted to try to see if I could get uh, some guys on and some callers on, but I'm, I'm having some issues. Um, so hopefully you guys can bear with me a little bit and we will try our best to work through uh, small issues. But the first thing that I wanted to share with uh, with some people, we've talked about different diff uh, ways to go out and find direct shippers. And just using your internet at home, if you, other than riding around and checking your industrial parks, Go on to a great website for you to check out and uh, a good place to start is a place called uh, Manta, M-A-N-T-A dot com. You can look at Manta. Another one that I really enjoy and that I like is ThomasNet. Uh, ThomasNet is an excellent uh, place for you to begin to look to try to find some direct shippers. And the way that you want to uh, use these different online directory and resources to help you to begin to find some direct shippers, if you go to thomasnet.com, uh, there is on their front page, there has big headers on there that says buyers and engineers, suppliers uh, get found by more qualified buyers. What you can begin to do on ThomasNet is just begin to um, click on different things like at the top of the line, there are different headers called supply discovery, product sourcing, so on and so forth. So you want to uh, um, position yourself as if you are looking for whatever it is, what type, whatever type of uh, trailer that it is that you may be shipping, uh, that you can ship stuff on. So you can look at different ways to uh, search these directories. You can look for products and services by company name, by brand name, uh, UN, 
PCS commodity. You can also go in and look at uh, within a 50-mile radius, you can put your state and city in there and just go in and view different suppliers. So one thing that you might want to be looking at, like we talked about before, uh, some of the different categories that they have on here is uh, custom manufacturing and fabrication. So if you have a step deck or a flatbed, then that might be an area that you may want to be checking out and looking into those different areas to find different people, different companies that may be um, shipping their products on that type of on that type of equipment. So if you're looking in, if you have a flatbed or something, then maybe you might want to look at, uh, if you go into that, you may want to look into different things such as uh, they have, Welding services, grinding services, uh, injection molding. These are different categories that you might want to look into to find different suppliers that may be shipping things. And when you go in and you start um, looking at different, let's see, I'm going to try to do this on the fly while I'm, while I'm on the line. I'm flying without a net here. So I'm going to go in and look for, Let's just say I'm looking at different suppliers. I'm going to go walk with me on this one. Let's see. I want to type in machinery. And just see what type of hits I get back off machinery. And when I type in machinery, it comes back with a bunch of different people. One of the things that popped up, uh, you can look at key setters. There are different people that have like key setters, threading forklifts, different people that, that are shipping forklifts. You can find suppliers. Uh, one of the places that pops up is Ranco Industries. Um, some of these different things, you can just go through and look and exhaust all the possibilities while you got some free time searching on some of these internet-based directories that are out there. Um, wanted to give you, of course, like we said, Master is one of them. ThomasNet is another one. Um, there is another one called uh, Webster's, Webster's Online, which is another excellent one. You can check out Webster's Online. You have to type it in all the way out, Webster's Online, and you can look into, um, we were talking about, you can go in and look at wholesale trade, and you can find different companies. You can find chemical companies. Uh, some people may pull, even with reefers, there are a lot of times that chemical companies want, especially during this time of year, want to have protect from freezing. My computer is just, I don't know if it's my computer or what is going on, but I'm getting all kind of bad stuff is happening right now at the most inopportune time. Everything is kind of freezing up on me. Let me do this, guys. Let me try to hang tight. Bear with me for just a second. Let me try to, unfortunately, I'm, I believe I'm going to have to try and reset and reach my computer because it is just acting crazy right now. So give me one second. Let me try to resolve these issues. I had a had a bunch of stuff that I had on here that's, that's just not 
nothing it seems to be working right now. So give me one second. This is the beauty of doing live radio, I guess. Uh, so hold on and bear with me just one second. Okay, everybody, I apologize for the delay and, and the, um, everything else. I had to switch computers, trying to get my other computer to come back up. Handled everything that I needed on that one particular computer, but everything crashed. But no further ado, we got some, I think I can see callers now. I'm going to Jason Allen in Atlanta to uh, bring him on, and let's see if we can get Jason, see if I can get this thing figured out now as far as the microphone real concerned. Let's see. Jason, are you there? Uh-oh. Jason, can you hear me? I'm sorry, Rico. Yes, I'm here. I had you on mute. Uh, oh. But, but, but I am here. I can hear you. And can you hear me okay now? I can hear you just fine. Thanks for, thanks for t- right. being patient with us tonight. We're having a little bit of technical, is- technical issues tonight on the call. Uh, well, we understand, and we, we we appreciate you. We appreciate all you do for the uh, for the industry, and particularly for uh, well for the for the trucking industry. Period. Yes, sir. Right, what's your question tonight? How can we help? Or did you have any uh, well, that you want? Uh, I am uh, I am with the National Minority Trucking Association, uh, so I appreciate. Uh, I didn't hear all that you. Mentioned, I heard you mention the association, and I presume that you mentioned the Top Expo uh, scheduled for um, May the second. Yes, sir, we did, uh, and also just uh, since we got you on the line, and encourage everybody that's on the line that wants to attend. Uh, and Jason, maybe you can go into a little bit of depth because we got a really diversified audience tonight on the podcast. Uh, but the, you are, you guys are accepting. Free register topics for was free. Registration is free. You can go online now and register. And uh, maybe you want to talk about uh, different things of as far as uh, uh, who the program is for and, and what you guys may be doing at the topics, folks. Sure, sure. I appreciate that opportunity to uh, speak to your audience. Uh, the Top Expo is the Truckers Opportunity Expo. And what we're doing uh, is to attempting to bring together the trucking and logistics community and uh, those corporations and shippers, as you mentioned, some direct shippers, uh, industry professionals who have opportunities uh, for our truck driving and our logistics community. Uh, primarily what we're trying to do is introduce introduce us to each other, and the expo is that forum that's designed to bring to bring the industry professionals together. Uh, specifically, our target uh, uh, market, uh, because we are the National Minority Trucking Association, is to bring together opportunities and resources for the minority trucking community. But we're not by no means exclusive, and we're not limiting because we're a very diverse organization. So we're not limited to limited to minorities. Uh, but that's what our organization's focus is. But the Top Expo is for any trucking, logistics broker, logistic professionals who want to be able to connect with others.
the industry. We're going to have some workshops uh, that we'll provide. Uh, we'll have some meet and greet opportunities. Uh, we'll have a panel discussion from some major supplier diversity uh, corporations talking about how to do business with them. Uh, examples would be Delta Airlines, the UPS, the FedExes, uh, the Walmarts uh, that will uh, be a panel discussion on how to do business with their corporations. Uh, so that's the gist of the expo. Uh, we're inviting all truckers. Uh, we expect to have, I expect to have a couple hundred thousand, not hundred thousand, a couple of thousand truckers from, particularly from the southeast region, but you're invited from anywhere across the country. Uh, we'll have those uh, CDL uh, students and recent graduates, we'll have company drivers, owner-operators who want more information on how to uh, become a carrier, carriers who want to uh, have more direct contact with shippers. Uh, but again, uh, we'll have uh, in, uh, other industry professionals. We'll have insurance uh, professionals. We, we expect to have, for example, Daimler uh, Trucking uh, Manufacturer that, that manufactures uh, freight liners. They're talking about their program for uh, truckers who want to purchase uh, new equipment. So, again, primarily, and I won't... Uh, try not to be redundant, uh, but uh, and, and if there's a question, I'll try to answer any question. But basically, it's bringing our industry professionals together, particularly making this available for our target market, which is the minority truckers, but for all truckers and uh, logistics professionals. I tell you, you never know who's listening, and you know, I'm, I'm uh, having a little bit of technical issues on my end tonight. And just to, maybe you can speak to this a little bit, Jason. How important and uh, or, or critical is it for a business owner to actually have an opportunity to meet a potential um, client or customer face to face and to establish that relationship at some of these at some of these conferences? Because one of the things that we're trying to get people to do, as far as uh, 2015 and making 2015 one of their best years ever in business, is to um, try and get people to take the step out there and, uh, um, you know, change up some of the stuff that they may not have been doing. And by going and attending some of these conferences and seeing these people directly to help build that relationship, how important would you say that that is? Well, it's absolutely critical. Uh, your business, on regardless of what industry you're in, so it certainly applies to the trucking industry as well, but business is done face-to-face -face based on relationships. Uh, we've heard for years and years and years about how uh, business people cut deals on, on the uh, golf course. Okay, Well, all they're right. really doing is they're developing relationships on that golf course. They're getting to know each other on that golf course. And as a result of that, they do business with each other because they now I know you, I like you, and, and business is done with people that you know and you like. Okay. The assumption is that you're all professional, you're all capable, so that's really not the issue. Now, you have to come prepared to, to deliver, but the assumption is, yes, you're capable. Let me get to know you, see if I like you, and if I know you and I likely, like you, then the likelihood is I'm going to do business with you. So expos, forums, and, 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 and networking events such as this 
provides that opportunity to get face to face and get to know these people who are you're trying to have you're trying to influence. There'll be shippers there. There'll be those direct shippers there that you'll get to know. You'll hand them your business card or, or, or exchange contact information, and they'll simply say, "Call me. I got. I have some opportunity for you. I have some freight for you to move." So here's that opportunity to get face to face and develop that personal relationship with people that you want to do business with. And, and Jason, I didn't know that uh, you guys were calling me in, uh, tonight, and, and I appreciate you guys' support and everything. But while I got you on the line, I'm not going to miss an opportunity since, since I'm having I've, I've been having so many problems with my computer and everything. But I'm not going to miss an opportunity to try to pick your brain a little bit more. Sure, uh, sure. One of the things, one of the, and, and if anybody else that is on the line, we got a, quite a few calls that are stuck with us through the technical difficulties or whatever. Go ahead and press number one if you got a question specifically that you'd like to try and get on. Uh, while while we have Mr. Allen on the line with us. Uh, Jason, now, not only just showing up at these conferences or anything like that, but maybe you can help give us um, a lot of our guys, because a lot of people that are maybe listening on the line are one-man one, one man armies, or, you know what I'm saying, and, and they, you know, maybe it should be one guy with one truck or whatever, but they're trying to, their best to expand and do other things. But at, at a conference event or something like that, what are some of the – uh, materials that someone should definitely have and be being prepared when they come to these different conferences, uh, when they're approaching shippers, you know, such as business cards or anything like that. What are some things that you would suggest to help, um, you know, at these different expos and conferences to try and help open up that door and, and establish that relationship? Rico, I think it's important. That's, a, that's an excellent question. I think it's important that anytime you go to these events that you go prepared to market yourself, uh, the the almost the the bare essential is a business card because it's so easy. A business card is simply a marketing tool for people to be able to to contact you, to reach back and have all your contact information in something that's a very easy. Um, tool for them to put in their pocket to scan into their uh, database, but that that's a simple tool, okay? Another uh, uh, tool, and we'll refer to all these as tools, because they're just ways to, to, to cement the, the connection, is perhaps a, a, a brochure of some sort that describes your capabilities, what type of equipment you run, what... Uh, what uh, lanes you run, what area of the country, the region, whether you run national or just regionally, uh, whether you're a reefer, uh, you run reefer equipment, flatbed equipment, dry van equipment, you know, what's your capacity, how many trucks you have, just some statement of that sort. Uh, but all of those are simply tools that cement that relationship. The most important thing, though, the most important thing is that face-to-face contact where you make that impression on that individual that, yes, I can help you with your situation. Because those shippers, they're looking for truckers who can move freight. So you want to come prepared, certainly to give them something, an easy way to contact you or make reference to you. But you know, the moment is right there when you make that face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, belly-to-belly, eyeball-to-eyeball, you make that first impression. And people know, hey, look, this is somebody who can help me. Because that's what you're always trying to convey, that I can help you with your situation, which is moving freight. 
I have the uh, capacity, the ability, the willingness, the integrity. I have all of that to help you to move your freight. That's the message you want to say. Okay, cool. So, and 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 what is too much? You know, uh, maybe you can give us some pointers or whatever. You don't want to get into a situation where you're badgering the witness or nothing like that. But if you have an opportunity to meet someone. Uh, you know, maybe you can give us a couple of pointers as to, um, you know, how how long of a conversation, you know what I'm saying, give us an idea of, of, of how the dance may go at a conference or something like that. Because a lot of times you may, you know, you want to be um, courteous of someone's time. And, and, of course, you know, depending upon how many people may be around, but, you know, maybe give us give uh, some of the people that may be listening in some some ideas of some things that they may want to keep in the back of their mind at a conference and, and meeting someone face-to-face. Okay, well, I, I give you uh, something that's worked for me over the years, uh, and uh, not just in the trucking industry, but just conferences in general. First of all, you know, it's the old adage, the early bird gets the worm. Okay, so you want to try to get there early before the whole crowd gets there. So now you've got a little time to to, to meet someone, and they're not pressured with you know fifteen other folks trying to meet them. That early bird gets the worm. Okay. Also, I've learned over the years is that person who stays a little late and wants to crowd subsides. Everybody else is gone. Now, you know those people who linger. They're still willing to do business because they, they hadn't left yet. They weren't eager to leave. They're still there to do business. Now you have another opportunity. Now, so the early bird and the late linger. I mean, I've learned both of those work. They've always worked. They're tried and true. Get there early, leave late. But if you're in there in the middle when all the crowd is there, you just want to be prepared to be very, very succinct. The more you know about that particular shipper or that particular opportunity, the more you know about them, then you can be more clear and say, hey, this is how I can help you. This is what I do. I know what you do. I know what you need. This is how I can fulfill your need. And for most of them, for shippers, the need is the same. We need reliable truckers who can move our freight and, and keep us informed to make sure that, you know, who, who, who has that integrity to say, hey, give it to me, you don't have to worry about it, I'm going to deliver that freight on time, and it's going to get there on time. So, you know, it, it, there's, it's not a magic, there's no magic bullets, there's no, it's really not rocket science, it's, it's first of all, showing up. If you don't show up, you never meet these people face to face. Yeah, the people who are getting right. the business are the ones who show up and make that face-to-face contact. That that's that's the that's the basic foundation. You got you have to show up, and that's what the this top expo is for. That's what these uh, all these forums, uh, Rico, and I heard you, you 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 listed a number of them. Any of those are valuable places, uh, events to attend because you never know who's going to be there, who you're going to meet. And if you're always there, you're not there, you know, like I said, to badger folks. You're there almost, and this is just the way that, that I approach life, period. You're there, and you kind of let it come to you. As you walk around, you'll meet people. You'll know if, 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 if that rapport is struck immediately. 
And then, you know, the main thing, okay, I'm not going to, you know, I've, I've, I've made my, 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 my impression, my initial impression. Mm-hmm. I've given you my contact information, and it's so important. Ask for that permission. Can you reach back out to them? You don't want to leave waiting just for them to contact you. You want to establish that relationship in that short period of time where you've asked them, may you contact them? And when they say yes, hey, it's on. You just make sure that so, you follow up because the magic's always in the follow-up. Right. That would easily directly into my next question for you real quick. we got about five minutes left in the show. Uh, man, I might have to get you back on, Jay, because maybe just uh, uh, spend, spend a little bit more time with you and, and, and uh, get some more uh, input on some different things. But on the follow-up, after the expo, how soon should someone be making sure that they follow up and touch base uh, with that uh, with that potential contact that they made at the expo? Uh, maybe give, give us some general idea on, you know, uh, um, what, what have you found to be su- your uh, success level as far as, the follow-up. As soon as possible, Rico, as soon as possible, you want to follow up. I mean, it could be the very next day. I mean, as much as as much uh, uh, confirmation you can get from them as what's a good time, they may say, hey, just call me anytime. Then call them the next day. Call them next morning, 9 o'clock next morning. But what you what you don't want to do, you don't want to wait too long because now you're out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's always good to send, send, just send a thank you note. Let them know that hey, I appreciate re- uh, uh, meeting you. I will be calling you, and it may be that you're not going to call them for a few days. It'll be next week before you call them. But that next day, you know, that's why it's important to get their contact information as well. Okay, so you can acknowledge to them, hey, I appreciated uh, the opportunity to meet you. Yeah, I'd certainly be delighted to to help you to help move your freight, and I will be calling back on you, uh, or you get them on the phone and you and you the next day. So there's no 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 minimum time, but the maximum time. You don't want to wait and let that lead let that contact get cold, because they've already expressed an interest in uh, uh, establishing a relationship with you. So go ahead and. Establish that relationship as quickly as possible. It may be, you know, sometime down the road before that relationship matures and you actually get business uh, from them. But you want, as soon as you met them and they've given you the, the green light, hey, look, give me a call, contact. We may have some opportunities for you. Hey, get right on it. Just don't let it go stale where they think that, oh, Wow, they really weren't that interested. I don't know if I want to do business with them anyhow. It took them four weeks, three weeks, a month, six weeks before they even called me. No, call them that next day, the next within that next, I'd say, 24, 48, 72 hours. Give them a call. Okay, cool beans. Well, Jason, I appreciate your time. Appreciate you taking a uh, moment. Uh, we appreciate your support. I'm going to definitely reach, be reaching back out to you and maybe uh, see if we can maybe get you on for a full hour one day and, and, and maybe just pick your brain on some other stuff in general. Uh, but and I, I I'd, be delight, I'd be delighted to, Rico. Uh, you, know, I've, uh, uh, you, know, you and I, we've had, I guess, probably text message uh, or, or Facebook uh, uh, introduction to each other. And I know you've, you've had the opportunity to speak uh, briefly with uh, Kevin Reed, our CEO of the association. Yes. And... Uh, 
Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm delighted at any point. I just happened uh, today, uh, I guess I clicked on Blog Talk Radio, I saw, you know, your time and your topics. So I said, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I made time to at least listen in. Uh, but I'd be delighted. To, I'll listen in uh, uh, more frequently, and I'll be delighted at any time uh, to either come on the show. I'll certainly, uh, when I'm listening, uh, if I have something I think is a valuable input or a good question, then I'll certainly uh, call in and, and maybe stimulate some discussion. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you being patient with us tonight. Probably one of the uh, we, we kind of stumbling, bumbling around a little bit there, but, but uh, thank goodness we, you know, we got some good information to pull some stuff off, pull some stuff across. Uh, we appreciate you again, uh, uh, Jason. Uh, Jason is uh, once again with the National Minority Truckers Association. Uh, anything in closing before we get out of here, Jason? Well, uh, I, I would just encourage, I would encourage any truckers who would like some additional information about the association. Uh, it's easy to find us if you just go to minoritytruckers.com, www.minoritytruckers.com, and uh, you'll find all our contact information, and that's our new website. I mean, we've, we've got a website, but we're relaunching it, but just just that's how you – that's the easiest way to make contact with us is – uh, without trying to remember our phone number or you might lose it or remembering my name or anything. Just if you just remember minoritytruckers.com, you'll connect with us. All right. We'll be glad to, All right. glad, glad to help you in any way we can. All right, Jason. We, we appreciate it once again. And, and you, if you guys want to, uh, like I said, they have a top expo in May. Uh, that is a free event. You can go in and register, uh, go online on their website and register to get information for that particular one. Um, I need to check out some of these other associations that we talked about to see what their registration process is, and we'll try to follow on that next week. Uh, we got about 60 seconds line coming, uh, chiming in my ear. Just want to remind everyone about the other podcasts that are out there. Of course, uh, my uh, counterpart had his pod show last night, Kenny Long, uh, once again, another excellent podcast. Uh, good friend, Chad Boblett, he will have his show tomorrow, Brokers and Beyond. And on Friday, it's Destination Health with Kim Cochran. And it looks like uh, Sunday, I'm looking on the website here, it looks like Sunday Mike and Kevin Beckett will be launching their show, Rolling Toe. Uh, if you don't know who Mike Beckett is, you definitely want to tune in on Sunday and check out uh, Rolling Toe. Mike Beckett is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to all things tires and alignments for trucks. Uh, so, the Audio Road Network is definitely expanding, getting bigger and better every day. I want to thank all those who made this show possible. Kevin Rutherford, Lisa Rutherford, and the entire Let's Truck team. This is Rico Muhammad signing out live from Atlanta, Georgia. We appreciate it, everyone. Thank you. God bless and good night. Thanks for joining us on Rates and Lanes. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-PUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.